everyone. Welcome back to the Honors Pod. I'm glad you've decided to come back and listen. My name is Carter Sheehan. I'm a producer for the Honors Pod this year. And today, I am joined in the studio by not students this time, but by some lovely professors, Dr. KJ and Dr. Basher. Um, do you guys mind introducing yourself a little bit? I know I'm putting you on the spot with that, but... <laughs> Yeah, I can start. Uh, my name's Bethany Keeley Yonker. I'm in the communication arts department, uh, and um, I don't know what else to say. I've been here at Trinity for about nine years, and I love it here, and I love teaching students. Yeah, that's awesome. I'm Mike Bosher. I teach over in chemistry. I've been here for a semester less than Dr. Keeley Yonker. <laughs> uh, similar time frames. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. By the way, um, thank you guys for joining me today in the podcast. We'll get into that in a little bit, but I wanted to specifically bring these two professors in because the time is coming for you to start thinking about classes for next fall. I know it's coming up very quickly, certainly quicker than I wanted to. So at the honors program, we have classes that are specifically designed for honors students to take. I could believe, especially for this course, like anyone can take it. So don't feel left out. I'm getting the approving <laughs> nods from the professors on this, so that's good. Um, but you can, they're specifically designed to be taken by honor students or by anyone who's interested. And one of my favorite courses that they recently implemented due to the changing, or the changes in foundations is the interdisciplinary inquiry courses. I took one. Uh, I believe the first semester they had it with Dr. Tan and Dr. Ribbons. It was Perspectives of Poverty. And it was a really interesting class because it takes two two fields of study, many times ones that you just wouldn't think would go together. And then it's blended together so perfectly. And it really just shows how God has made the world so intertwined and interconnected. So for the fall, fall 22... Honors program is running another interdisciplinary inquiry course, and this is going to be taught by Dr. KJ and Dr. Basher. It's going to be called Back to the Garden. Now, I wanted to ask just a little bit about what this means, because obviously, <laughs> like anyone who would hear the, the course name, if, if they didn't know it was about chemistry and communications, would be a little bit confused, I assume. So <laughs> just tell me a little bit about what this course you guys are planning it to be and how it will be taught. Why don't you take that, Mike, since I sure. think you came up with the title. Yeah, <laughs> so um, it's a little bit of a misnomer, but we're tracing through environmental ethics and our response to you know, environmental concerns through the lens of the garden. And so the, the back to the garden you know, kind of refers or references Eden, but it's a little bit of a misnomer because we'll trace through creation, fall, redemption, and new creation and our you know, you know, acknowledgement of, of what's going on in, in the garden and then our, our faithful response for it. And you know, at the end of the day, we're not actually going back to the garden of Eden, but we're trying to en you know, envision what it might be to, to start to embody new creation. Uh, uh, through environmental ethics, through our rhetoric around that, and through how we um, how we view the world. Yeah, that's really interesting. Just that that connection back to like new creation too, and how it it won't necessarily be Eden, but a new thing that we can help foster. That's incredible. Um, 
That's yeah. mostly Dr. KJ's job. <laughs> <laughs> In chemistry, we just talk about the fall. <laughs> <laughs> that is yeah, sort of the split is so there's some days where, and one of the things I love about interdisciplinary inquiry um, I was on the committee that sort of invented the requirement. Uh, well, I was doing this co-teaching the first time with Basher for the honors program. Uh, that there's some days when like Basher's explaining the nitrogen cycle or something or soil, and I'm like, "Whoa, really? <laughs> wow, this is so cool!" I, like uh, we did a lab last time. I had not been in a lab since high school. <laughs> um, it was a fun lab. It was a not fun a scary lab. lab. Uh, and I learned a lot. And then there's other days where I come in and uh, talk about like politics and advocacy and the way that we talk about the food system and nature and our relationship with it and how we can lead toward like collective change in response to now what we know about how things like soil and the food system work. Yeah. That's interesting. So you, you kind of touched a little bit on my next question then, but we can go mm -hmm. deeper into it. That being kind of what what is that connection between chemistry and communications and how that can lead to like this unique learning experience? <laughs> well, scientists are, you know, uh, kind of stereotypically awful at communications. We can come up with solutions or what we propose as solutions. But it's pretty important to think about how, what actually works and what actually is able to generate, you know, a, more than just an individual response, but a communal response. You know, as, as Christians, we're called to individual faithfulness, but also communal faithfulness. And part of that in, involves being able to, you know, draw others to your cause. Uh, yeah. And then on the flip side, I think the, the challenge for science communicators is... Um, I was just talking about this in health communication, which is another area of science comm that's really important. Uh, simultaneously, you have the complexity of reality that scientists are figuring out with like more and more mm -hmm. nuance. And then the rules about like communicating to the public, which are like, keep it simple. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so like trying to, to navigate and get a clear understanding of, of the scientific understanding of how something works and then translate it into action and, and like language that real people can use. Not that scientists aren't real. You are. But <laughs> <laughs> everyone promise. else. <laughs> I'm here corporally in the <laughs> podcast studio. <laughs> to my eyes, it's real. So <laughs> we'll call it that. <laughs> but there's no, not that much you can do to communicate if you don't understand what it is you're trying to tell people. Yeah. Yeah, I think coming from the student's perspective, that's why I like the abstract so much of, um, <laughs> <laughs> of the papers. You know, I, I don't know all the science stuff, mm -hmm. but I can c communicate that way. <laughs> that's really what most scientists read first, too. And then, <laughs> you know, we may or may not read the paper, depending on if the abstract <laughs> is meaningful or interesting or, you know, potentially controversial. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, very true. So I'm kind of going back and looking at this more broadly then. What inspired you guys to teach this course together? <laughs> Happenstance? Yeah, I, I think actually I was, we had a weird load thing in, our, in the science department. And I was, I was thinking, oh, it'd be really fun to teach an honor seminar. At the time, we didn't have interdisciplinary inquiry. And so I was on my way to talk to, to Craig, uh, to Dr. Matson about uh, a potential proposal, and he was out of the office, and Dr. KJ was in her office instead. So I stopped by to say hi because you know we're friends, and we started around the same time, and we have 
many layers of connections. <laughs> and we were chatting and she's like, oh, that's something that I actually have a bit of experience with. And we said, let's do this together then. So I, you know, we went back and reframed the proposal for a dual taught proposal. And um, we went from there. And it was so fun the first time that when we were asked if we wanted to do it again, uh, once the scheduling worked out, we were all about it. <laughs> That's awesome. It's just like God's timing there, you know? <laughs> it's just one person was out, so it just <laughs> happened. <laughs> yes, indeed. <laughs> That's funny. I like that. So I'm not sure how much of this you're allowed to divulge yet <laughs> or have planned, but if <laughs> I could pry in a little bit. What's kind of the content that's going to be taught in this <laughs> class? And like, how do you plan to teach that as like two teachers or two professors coming together in one classroom? So we have a lot of different draws. Uh, some of what I've drawn heavily on is, is Wendell Berry, uh, who is both scientist and rhetorician. Um, and farmer and, uh, <laughs> and has a lot of really interesting, really deep things to say about how we care for the world around us, um, very much through the lens of farming. Um, so that's, I'd say, probably like some of the central texts that are maybe a little bit less science focused than, you know, everything else I teach, but still very sciencey and very like, okay, now we've got the science, then what? Like, what does this actually mean? And so, uh, I'd say if we wanted to characterize the types of readings, it's things like that. Yeah, uh, I'd say that there's a mix of reading and there's a, a couple days, I think, for each of us where it's like, OK, here's what you got to know. Uh, <laughs> yeah. mm -hmm. Like the, the quick and dirty nitrogen cycles. Here's how activism works. <laughs> <laughs> Metaphors. What are they? Um, <laughs> Uh, and then, but a lot of days where we have a like a moderately sized reading, um, and then we discuss together. So I think there's some days when one or the other of us is sort of the driver, and then some days where it's a little more shared project. Yeah, it sounds similar to how the perspectives on poverty class was taken, where some things were more geared towards social work, so Dr. Tan would take that, and some things were geared more toward theology, so Dr. Ribbons would take that. But just having been in one of those classes, it's just a really interesting and unique environment because not only do you get the perspectives of two different professors, which is interesting because usually you're only supposed to look at like one professor as like the, the knowledge area of a source, but having two leaves for that room of discernment in the middle. But also, it just lets you see and combine things to do a whole different type of class, like chemistry and communications, as I mentioned, you don't see that very often. But in this combination way, it's you get a whole new learning experience and one that, as you guys have talked about the class, you really wouldn't find in any other type of class. Yeah, and it's not just the professors who have different you know, takes on things. The students are all coming from different backgrounds too. I think a lot of times our students get siloed into taking a lot of courses with other people in their discipline because courses are offered at particular times. I think particularly in the sciences, right? We've got labs um, and the labs you know, preclude students from taking a lot of sections of courses and then it starts to hone them in. And then they start to make friends in their science courses and then they start to choose the courses based on their friends. <laughs> um, and interdisciplinary inquiry I think is a great place to kind of break that trend a little bit and to, to 
you know, see how other people think about some of the problems that we face because that's what it means to be part of the body of Christ. You know, like you can't have all the hands hanging out together. <laughs> yeah. That was a great thing about uh, honors courses in particular, although I think it's true about teaching across the board. Honors students are especially, I think, willing to bring in what they're learning elsewhere or their own experience and sort of put it all on the table and work with it together. Yeah, that's awesome. And I really hope it's going to be a fun experience for all the students that uh, take it next semester or for the fall semester. But one more question before I let you guys free. Um, what are you thinking about the students? What do you hope that the students will get from this class? Or what do you want them to learn the most? We're to solve climate change. Yeah, I just think. get it done. Yeah, get it done. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think... One of the things that I've been realizing more and more is that there, there's a mode of right living that gets hidden in Christ. And so we can do our best against these big problems and know that, you know, it's when we all hide our work in Christ that the body of Christ is made full and, and that, you know, the problems actually get solved. And so uh, drawing more people into conversations that are important uh important reflections of, of our faith and how we engage with the world around us, I think, um, is, is a really important thing. And I think that hopefully students not only, you know, learn a lot in the course, but also share out, bring, as we were talking about before, some of what they've learned in other courses. And we can, we can work towards better solutions to, to many of the pressing uh, environmental problems that we face. This class centers on one of the biggest challenges facing humans right now, which is climate change and some other environmental stresses. Uh, but it also touches on some of the other big ones like um, inequality and uh, the way that the consequences of some of our collective action fall more on some people than others. Um, so those kinds of things like it. It shows how a multidisciplinary approach is necessary for addressing this kind of stuff. Uh, and I think, I hope that it will help students to see uh, both how all those perspectives are necessary and to develop their own way of fitting in. Like to see that I don't have to do everything, but I can see how my perspective can help and maybe I can team up with others. Yeah, it, so it sounds like it's going to be a really exciting course. And... It sounds like you guys are excited about it, too. <laughs> <laughs> that we are. <laughs> it's always good to have the excited professors. Um, <laughs> so remember, um, you this course is going to be offered in fall of 2022. And since Advising Day is coming up, you can look at it on the registration pages on the registrar. If this sounds interesting, you are more than welcome to take it, no matter who you are, as long as you're a student, probably not a professor. <laughs> take it. Well, professors can sit in if they want. <laughs> Anyone's welcome. Yeah, professors we probably wouldn't have to, to pay salt. as much. Oh, good idea. Yeah. <laughs> well, either way, thank you both for coming onto this podcast. I really appreciate it, and I'm really glad I got to learn more about this class. Pleasure is ours. Thanks for having us. Awesome, and thank you all, listeners, for listening in today. Remember, episodes are posted every Monday. Listen more, learn more, live more.